Here's a headline for you. Should you be paid to do a job interview? Wait, what? Yeah, you know what? Should you be paid? I Oh, I want a new job. I'm going to uh, do an interview. The employer says, please come in for an interview. You say, oh, great. Should you be paid for that? Actually, there are places that are starting to do it because there are people that will spend, you know, 80, 100 hours looking for jobs. And it's unpaid work. But who should pay you? 1-855-633-1010. 1-855-633-1010 or 71010. Should you be paid for a job interview? Does it sound crazy to you? Well, Paul Taylor is the executive director of Food Share Toronto. The nonprofit said, you know what? This is unpaid work. We're going to pay applicants 75 bucks if you make it to the, to the interview stage. So there's a process. But once you, we, there, you get called in, they're paying you 75 bucks. And Paul joins us now. Hi, Paul. Hi, Evan. It's great to be here. Thanks so much. Yeah, first of all, uh, congrats on Food Share, a really important program, and, and you could talk about it if you want. I have no problem if you throw in a pitch for this because so many people are suffering from uh, the high grocery prices and there's way too much hunger all around our, 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 our country right now. But talk about why you're paying applicants 75 bucks to make uh, for an interview. You know, I think the big thing for us is we recognize that as an employer, you know, we have a responsibility to do what we can to help participate in creating healthy people, creating healthy communities. And we recognize that, you know, capitalism has really informed the way we think about the world of work in in really big ways. And I think in our sector, especially, we should be seizing opportunities to challenge that. We should be recognizing people's labor and from an equity perspective, you know, paying people for interviews helps them when they're covering the cost of transportation, childcare, taking time off work to interview, you know, we feel that those are all costs that, uh, um, you know, prospective em- employees have been forced to cover for far too long. So, so as an so, employer, we are, we are, we're paying that. Okay. So, so what happens? Someone applies to, let's say, work at food share. Um, and, um, which is, by the way, great, again, a great organization to try to have long-term solutions for poverty and food. I I totally, and the insecurities around that. So thank you for the work you do. Let's not, uh, let's not ignore that. But like, yeah, how hard is it to get to the interview stage where you're paying someone 75 bucks? You know, we've actually consistently had, uh, um, a lot of applicants for the roles that open up at food shares. So, you know, we haven't seen much change, despite the fact that we've introduced this this policy that pays people for interviews. So it's a tough process uh, uh, before this, and it's a tough process after this. But, um, you know, we bring on some excellent folks, and one of the things that they first experience is when we bring someone on is we they've gone through a process where uh, uh, right off the bat the organization has said, we see you, we see the labor that you're putting in even before you start working for us. And we want to recognize that labor. And I think we've found that folks start at Foodshare just elated and they get a sense of our values and our approach to supporting folks. Are you, um, are they, what's the reaction when people find out, you know what, I can't believe it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a job with you and you're already paying me just to do the interview. Well, it's, it, people are stunned, I have to say. People are often gobsmacked. But then they recognize that that's just one of many equity-based interventions that we've been advancing. So things like... You know, when someone starts at food share, we make benefits available on day one. Why in tarnation? Should someone have to work, wait three months to pass their probation before they can have access to life-saving medicine for them or their huh. children? You know, wow. for us, that's preposterous. So we do that. We pay living wages. 
we provide a non-interest emergency loan of up to $2,000 for our staff so that they don't need to access, you know, those predatory payday lenders. So folks are, are pretty shocked when they, when they start working. They are. And, and, but, and just, just, just be, I, I, I gotta, I want to get calls here because people, I want people to weigh in on this. Paul Taylor, executive director mm-hmm. of Food Chair Toronto, one 1010 or 71010. Should you be paid to, to interview? But Paul, just real quick, because we're talking about groceries. Boy, uh, people are suffering because of the price of groceries and, and oh, food wow. insecurity has gone up, hasn't it? It has, you know, and we're looking at about 5, 5.8 million people that are food insecure across this country. And I would say the number was high before the pandemic, before the inflationary pressures. So we're incredibly worried about people who are experiencing severe food insecurity. You know, we have a right to food in this country, which means governments have a responsibility mm. to create the conditions to allow people to do something as basic as eat. And they're failing us in that. So, you know, we want to see bold action, policy-based action, not just charitable-based responses to wicked problems like uh, food insecurity and uh, poverty. You know, today there's a call from uh, Pierre Polyev to, to axe the carbon tax because it, it affects food prices. Has the, has the price on carbon impacted food prices, Paul? You know what? I think there are lots of things that impact food prices. And the most important thing that we've got to do in, in terms of how we respond to this is we've got to center access. And when we're centering access, we've got a center access for those that um, have the most barriers to access, people experiencing extreme food insecurity. So there are a number of things, but I do think there are tools available to our governments. For example, in Quebec, we don't see the same kind of level of food insecurity that we see in provinces like Ottawa. And that's because they're indexing some of their social entitlements to inflation, Mm. things like welfare, disability income supports. So there are easy things that our governments can do to, to make sure that people have access to the food that they need, especially right now when we all right. face these inflationary pressures. Well, I've got two interviews out of you. Paul Taylor uh, from Food Chair, I, Executive Director of Food Chair Toronto. I wanted to ask him why he's paying applicants 75 bucks for the interview, but it's intimately tied to the quality of life and, and, and the food insecurity. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it, sir. Evan, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, real, real good to connect. Um, Shelly's been waiting patiently on the line. Shelly, what do you think of this? Hey, Evan, love your show. Thanks for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. What's your, what's your call? I think if you look at it specifically in terms of employer and uh, seeker for job, it'll create a, a, an incredibly specific and efficient way of finding the right candidate. So you have headhunters or people who work for the employer. They're looking at very specific individuals. So rather than calling 100 people to see if you can pick a gem out of the box, you pick 10 very specific people who are equally qualified. And what that creates is actually a wonderful equality of opportunity and incentive for not just the employer, but the employee to present himself very well in the interview and to look at his qualifications in a sustained way. You know, I, I, it's a really interesting perspective, Shane. Can you answer something then? Someone from yeah. Gord from Oakville just texted me, well, Evan, if Food Share is going to spend my donations like this, I won't be donating. They don't want their donations to be spent to some interviewee. What about that? Well, well, I would counteract by saying that the employee has gotten himself to a state that he is qualified and could be possibly the candidate for the job. So it's a win-win in the sense that you're not only wasting these people's times because others have brought concerns about childcare costs, travel, whatever. You're creating an environment that is very competitive. And the only way for a society to sustain itself at the top, like Canada, is to create a competitive environment where the best people are sought after for the best jobs. And that's what's called equality of opportunity, rather than just inviting everybody because they want to create an equality of outcome, which is different. 
Shelley, you're a rock star, man. Okay, great. Thanks. Thanks for the comment, Thanks, by man. the way. You might be uh, I might care. be I might be paying Shelley seventy five bucks to do some radio stuff. He's he's got he's hey, got it. I hey, I got it. Invite me back anytime. I'll yeah. do your first one for free as a thank you. Uh, <laughs> I like the way you work, man. I like that. See that? It's a free call, one eight five five six three three ten ten and Shelley's already negotiated a fee. Nice work, Shelley. That's that's that there's a quality of opportunity. Seven ten ten. Hey, a lot of people are saying this is crazy. Like Jess is like, wow, Evan, I want a job there. Or my new job is just doing interviews. It's my new career. Uh, some people think it's ridiculous. You know, if you make it to you know, you apply for they're not saying you know, send in your resume, they'll send you seventy five bucks. It's not like a slot machine. They're saying if you make it to the competitive process, it can be very time. You know, it's, an interview can take a lot of time. And, you know, you have to prepare for hours. And their point is maybe we should be um, compensating people. I'd never heard of this before this article. I'll read you one more from Sam. Uh, not my Sam here. Uh, I have no issue with companies and organizations creating, getting creative in how they offer incentives, including paid interviews to attract people. To, to pay for your interviews because it's unpaid work and should be compensated is hard for me to buy into. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I think if you're going to ask someone, though, to, to prepare for an interview and to spend more than an hour, you know, I don't know. Maybe you could cover things like we'll cover your transport and your coffee and, and something. Um very interesting. Lots of controversy on that. Thank you so much, by the way, for the great calls uh, at 71010.